Have you ever felt a visceral attraction to a politician? There is not a liberal America and a conservative America. There is the United States of America. I am your voice. Ask yourself if they're really telling the truth. This is a secret innuendo being leaked out there about me. I was honestly concerned that he might lie about the nature of our meeting. This is Subliminally Correct, a bi-weekly podcast where we examine all the ways politicians and newsmakers are using psychological tactics to influence you every single day. And now, join myself, Taylor Sherman, certified hypnosis instructor and executive coach, along with my co-host, Alex Dobranek, political consultant and certified consulting hypnotist, on this episode of Subliminally Correct. All right, and welcome to another episode of Subliminally Correct. Now, today we have a really cool show all about Alex Jones and InfoWars. Now, if you're not familiar with InfoWars, it's sort of, I want to politely call it far right and uh, very popular in sort of the fringe survivalist community and uh, a lot of the fringes of like the alt right. The guy who sort of runs all of this is Alex Jones. And the sort of way that he's built this cult following that he has is through a lot of persuasive techniques that he uses. And so we're going to be talking about some of those. We're going to be playing some of his clips and then breaking down some of the things that he does to sort of build and amplify that feeling of a visceral sort of emotional attachment to the ideas that he's sort of representing. And then we're going to talk about how this all works. Like, what is the ultimate effect of this on the people that are listening and our political system as a whole? So, ready to get started, Taylor? I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. It's Alex Jones. Texas broadcasting worldwide. It's Alex Jones. And that's sort of the intro music to Alex Jones and InfoWars right there. I love it. That's I just it. powerful. <laughs> it's like it reminds me of the intro music of like, you know, Grand Theft Auto or something. It's like <laughs> you're entering this zone of 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 something, but really this is this is something really key to what Alex Jones is actually doing because what what he's eliciting from that person is a sense of hey here's the here's the new survivalist movement here's the here's the new world and he makes it almost like a rock concert or like a video game it's like cool to be in his circle or it's cool to be listening to the types of stuff that he talks about right he plays and, the the popular rock music and it's as if like a rock star is walking on stage. And then this booming voice sort of builds into it too. Resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. It's Alex Jones. <laughs> and what does that mean? I mean, it's like it's God's will to resist tyrants and you're obeying God by resisting tyrants. But notice how unspecified that is about how you could 
plant or put just about any idea into what that actually means and what does it mean to be obedient to God? What does it mean to have resistance? Who are the tyrants that are supposedly being resisting? You know, what is the the Bible verse or the verses that are suggesting this is actually true? Yeah, and, and as unfortunate as it is, I've listened to a lot of his uh, his episodes here, and they always start off with with like a a, a mis sort of a quote that's taken out of context from maybe the Constitution or the Federalist Papers or the Bible or whatever it is, and then takes it out of that context and then just says it and then introduces Alex Jones as if it's just tying all of him and what he stands for to this, you know, misappropriated quote that people can then just paint all of their beliefs and ideas around. And they do. And so everything he is describing becomes the the fodder that fills into that that filter the person has already established. And so once they've actually established that idea, whatever he's going to say next is more easily accepted because now they've built up this framework. And okay, like already we hear the framework of, well, first of all, God is there right in the very first, you know, the very first introduction to it. And so we're we're not listening to a secular radio. This is not, you know, what this is about. And there's resistance and there's tyranny and there's, you know, oppression, but he does he doesn't say that, but I'm sure that could be a word as well. And already at the beginning he's starting to frame, okay, what is this show going to be about and what is what what are the concepts that are going to be applied here and how how are you going to feel about it? You know, how do you feel about tyrants, right? And how do you feel about resisting tyrants? Well, I'll bet that a lot of his audience and his listeners actually have a very strong uh, committed idea or a belief system that suggests that there is some tyrant or some authority figure and they need to resist against it, right? That's that's the whole, you know, survivalist type of movement. Right, and so now... As we get into this next clip and the rest of the show, I want to put like a very clear disclaimer on all of this that um, Alex Jones and InfoWars is sort of, we were talking about this a minute ago about how it's a little bit like uh, like a soap opera or like this long, you know, you're jumping into the third book of Lord of the Rings. It's really, <laughs> there's a lot that he is building upon. And a lot of this sort of mythology, this this lore that he sort of built up um, from his various episodes. And so as you listen, he might be referencing things that might not make sense to you because it's a lot of it's just steeped in conspiracy theory, to be honest. But stick with us because there is a lot in here, even with the conspiracy theories. And it's important because a lot of people listen to this and take it for what it is. They take it very seriously and it's like okay, what he's saying is the real truth. It's not the truth that's being presented to the media and as you can imagine he's going to hate on the media a little bit. Um it's not that truth. It's the real truth. It's all the cover-ups, it's the lies, it's the things that the tyrants are, you know, burying or pushing under the carpet so that you don't actually see. But now Alex Jones is going to show you. He's he's going to show you. Then he's going to sell you some supplements. 
Um, he's going to do both <laughs> at the same time. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get, get right into it with the next clip. I've always been trying to get humanity to get off the globalist track of depopulation, of planned austerity, of the globalist thinking humanity is a bunch of trash, dumbing us down, trying to make us fight with each other so they can control the future and try to depopulate us before we discover the life extension technologies and all the other key information. And I've been obsessing over that for 20 plus years. I've made a film about it, several films. So with this, we're, we're listening to, this is really key to understand the framework. And basically when Alex and I were looking at uh, look at um, doing an episode on Alex Jones, we had to first choose out of all of the Alex Jones episodes, which one are we going to do? And essentially we just picked one at random. And then we had to figure out, okay, how is it that we take a show that is between, you know, two and four hours and even longer and be able to actually, you know, splice that up and figure out what, what's that's all about, you know? And one of the things to consider is that people might just have this kind of playing in the background as they're going about their day. Right. And as it's just playing in the background, of course, that's getting into their mind. And when we hear things like this, that, you know, they will depopulate us, okay, before we discover that life extension technology that's going to elongate our lives, that think about what it has to be to be in that mindset that someone is trying to depopulate you. It's like genocide. Like, Someone is trying to actually get rid of you and your values and your your whole existence or living. It's again coming back to something that we noticed on that um, the comments that we were having on the NPR segment where we thought back on it and we said, actually, what's it like for someone to feel like all of their values are under attack, that their jobs are under attack, that their world is under attack, everything they have held dear is somehow going to be erased. Now, is that really true? Is it actually going to be erased and, you know, let go and no one's, well, probably not, but it certainly seems real. And it's, it becomes so big when a person listens to this type of radio that they start to act as if that were actually true. And if you think of that as like, this is the, the, the background, the belief system that people have, it really starts to make sense about why they act the way they do, who they elect, what they support, why they would take certain positions the way they do, because, hey, this is what they're believing. So it's, this is really the background on how is it that Alex Jones is actually framing you know, the, the whole debate. And uh, there's there's some other parts of it and pieces, though, that that we're going to get into. And the key way to frame all of this, too, is to keep in mind that while the stuff might factually not register in your mind, the thing to keep in in your mind as you listen to it is that it's all based in emotion and it's all really speaking to values and emotions, even though, you know, the facts about this life extension technology and the, the globalist track of depopulation might not make any factual sense. It all speaks and it's all arguing to in a very emotional place and tying to the emotions that somebody who maybe is older and might be, you know, about to, you know, 
pass away soon or might be having health problems. They might be sort of uh, looking for this life extension technology and maybe somebody who's, you know, wider and maybe more privileged might be, you know, a little bit more afraid of globalism and, you know, taking away their rights. And so while the facts of this whole thing may not make sense to some of us, it all speaking to a very emotional place. So let's get into this next part. And see, are you really conscious? Are you really alive if you aren't part of a plan, part of your own destiny? Because the globalists have decided your destiny. They've got a plan. And I'm here trying to expose that plan. It's how we predicted everything you've seen happen. Because I didn't predict it. They have a plan. I was reading their roadmap. I'm like, wow, they're going to do this. This is really horrible. And then as it began to all come true, people said, wow, this guy's smart. No, I, they're in control. I read what they were planning. Well, some other folks have a bigger plan. The Alex Jones Show. Notice the music in the background. That's that's really significant. You hear how he starts to emotionally get more into it. That music starts to come in, which acts like uh, a classically conditioned anchor that brings up an emotional state and actually ties it into all of the all of that sound. And as he's saying this, right, listen to the words. Are you really conscious? Are you really alive? And then he goes into explaining how you're not unless you're listening to him. And it's really a lot like Trump. If you notice how familiar this sounds, they speak very similarly. And I think that a lot of it is Trump sort of channeling where a lot of these shock jock uh, radio conservative talk radio hosts come from. And so the way that he being Alex Jones feels as though he needs to constantly re-explain why everybody should be listening to him and why it's so important and why he was way ahead of all of these, you know, conspiracy theories or, or events in the world. He's sort of just uh, building the, uh, a revisionist history, right? You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them going backwards. He's sort of connecting all the dots going backwards, but he can connect them however he wants and say, of course, it all led to me being right. And now I'm going to keep on being right. And as he's describing this, if a person doesn't feel like they're in control of their lives, okay, which why would they start listening to him in the first place? All right. So a person might not feel in control of their lives, or maybe they feel like something outside of them is creating the conditions for how they actually are. And what he's saying, and this is like a, this is like an old cult leader type of message. Okay. Now imagine we're not talking about Alex Jones but we're talking about Jim Jones, okay? And we're the cult leader, Jim Jones, you know, who flew a bunch of people off to literally drink the Kool-Aid. Well, a lot of these same type of messages are given by cult leaders where it's, it's saying, hey, you are not in the real reality. You are in a fake reality. You are not in the reality of your making. You are in the reality of someone else's making. You are in the reality that's been made up for you. Okay, now you take that idea and the person already doesn't feel in control of their lives and they say, oh, again, that makes sense. I'm starting to connect the dots. I get it now. 
why all of this stuff is happening to me. Okay, it's because of the globalists. It's because of the tyrants. It's because they're they're not, you know, doing it. Alex Jones is saying, hey, wake up, wake up. Are you conscious? Are you alive? And what he means by waking up, what he means by becoming more conscious, becoming more alive is listening and believing everything that he is saying and doing all the things that he wants for you to do and purchasing things from his store and, you know, continuing to listen and, you know, doing effectively being directed by him in that way. And so what he's doing effectively is taking control of the of the people because, hey, if they continue to listen to him and allow themselves to be, yes, brainwashed in this way, okay, then what happens is that, wow, you know, they're, they just continue listening and they continue acting and they continue doing things as he might want for them to do or his, as he might want his followers to do. Now, of course, the Internet has made this type of the ability to influence people in this way much more uh, it makes it easier for people to gain kind of these followings because no longer do you have to gather in one place or in one room a bunch of people in the same let's say city as you or you know town as you that believe the same thing now you can just kind of find them wherever they are in in the world Um, it's kind of like I heard once that no matter how crazy your viewpoints on life are, however we might define crazy, but right, no matter how crazy your viewpoints on life are, you will find the four people in the world who agree with you. And that's effectively what he's doing, except a lot more than four. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into the next one. Waging war on corruption. All right, you are go. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war. There's an answer to this riddle. I don't sit there and say, oh, look, we're under attack like nobody else in the world except for Trump. I don't say that to, like, brag. How do you brag about thousands of articles a week lying about you? Hundreds of TV programs we know of every week lying. ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, Bill Maher, all of them last week just lying about me. Four or five Comedy Central shows every week. They have one show four nights a week that attacks me with total lies. Why are they doing that? What is it about InfoWars? What is it we're saying that has them so upset? And this is really an interesting dynamic that he has right here is that he is doing exactly what Trump does. If you wonder what Trump is saying at his speeches and where he gets it from, this is it. It's that sort of embattled narrative of, you know, we're the truth tellers fighting against the rest of the world. We're the only ones who know like what's really going on. And everybody else is just lying and just trying to stop us from getting that truth out. And sort of that 
you know, in a, in a world where there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of different opinions and there's not necessarily a right and a wrong, like that's very difficult for people to grasp onto. But if you are, you know, pushing a narrative of it is us against the world, it is evil and it is good, it is right and wrong, black and white, we are able to simplify things to where you don't have to pay a whole lot of attention to anything anymore. You don't have to stop and think anymore. And it's a lot easier emotionally to grasp on to what he's saying and to get whipped up into that emotional frenzy of right versus wrong, good versus evil. Absolutely. And look at how he phrases this. Okay. He names all of the news organizations. He whips up all of the names and, you know, uh, even go, goes as far as, you know, whoever has uh, said something against him most recently, you know, Bill Maher, Comedy Central, you know, wh- whoever it is that has has uh, gone and he said, you know, just ask yourself, why are they attacking InfoWars? And then he pauses and then he says, what is it that InfoWars is saying that they would attack? And then he pauses and that pause is intended for the people to fill in their own answer to say, oh, well, I know why they're attacking the show. They're attacking it because what he's saying must be the truth. Now, that is a you might think of it kind of like a cognitive shortcut that a person says, well, of course, they would want to stuff down what's real because there's that supposed dynamic that people always want to stop or, you know, especially tyrants would want to stop or the fake news would want to stop the truth from actually coming out. And so in doing that, he is reinforcing once again, this idea of, Hey, it's us against them. It's us against the world. Everyone is trying to attack us and we have to stay strong. Well, that is really, Um, You see that dynamic happening a lot with very insular community groups. So you see it happening with, you know, cults, literally. You see it happening with highly religious circles where no one is allowed to get into the circle. So, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that, and no one really knows what's happening inside there. There's this sense of, hey, we're being attacked and we need to stick together. That's the type of dynamic that he's forming with his with his listeners. And so that's sort of how he sets it up. He starts his shows with explaining, again, why people need to listen to him and why he's the only source of truth. So let's jump a little bit further into the show and really dive right into to some of his uh, ideas, tactics, and beliefs. I mean, they have to pay airports and hotels to put CNN on. Uh, leftists don't even watch it. It's it's beyond birdcage liner. It has no inherent value. But that said, just to hear Hannity, obviously, he, he, I guess maybe he knows his audience doesn't know this is going on. But like, could it be true? Could I be targeted? Gee, they just raided your lawyer, totally illegal, and then put out a bunch of private stuff that wasn't even bad on you. They want to destroy you. They've come after your sponsors. And listeners have to understand that anybody telling the truth, they're going after them. Now, Fox News, with the Murdoch sons and all of it, tried to be anti-Trump about a year ago. Remember? It failed. Anybody telling the truth, they're going after you. And then he builds on that, too. Fox News tried to be anti-Trump. They failed. CNN, they failed. Yeah, this is the far right going against the 
more moderate right or the more you know the middle right and it's it's a way of it's a way of pushing people further right it's saying hey fox news they tried to be anti-trump they weren't able to do it and and again you know the truth the truth came out so anybody telling the truth they're going after you and it's not because the you know they can't possibly be attacking because their facts are wrong or that a lot of it is made up it's because they're telling the truth yeah and it's amazing how he characterizes now you know the the cnn you know what the the news network that he doesn't like you know it's beyond birdcage aligner it has no inherent value even leftists don't watch it and he's basically saying nobody watches cnn and you know no matter what your feelings are about cnn i don't i don't think we could rightfully claim that nobody watches it uh that that doesn't really make much sense but you know he puts out the claim there he says the thing and for his listeners that is that is significant but do notice how he continues to attack fox as well now the next clip here is as he's he's going to be going going into he's going to start attacking fox but especially now megan kelly let's hear that one they tried to push a year and a half ago, Megyn Kelly. Oh, boy, I tell you, they love her $67 million contract at NBC. She has the lowest ratings on television. She's a joke. People want common sense. They want the truth. And that's why the establishment tries to act like you got 14 heads if you listen to Sean Hannity. And they lie about what Hannity's saying, just like they do me. They take it out of context. I talk about Hillary funding Muslims. To kill people in the Arab Spring, they edit it on Fox, on Megyn Kelly, and say, I say, Hillary's killing kids in a basement. That that video's online. You know, Megyn Kelly caught editing video to lie about Alex Jones. So amazing, you know, what he does here about, you know, he's, he's again, attacking more that middle right, attacking Megyn Kelly and saying that, you know, Megyn Kelly was caught on Fox News editing clips and notice also the other tactic here that he does with. This is called an this is called extended quotes. So notice what he does here in basically quoting something that uh, Fox has said or that another news news network has said, and he just kind of quotes it as though he they said this, but in doing so he validates the idea at the same time he says it. So you know Hillary funding Muslims, Arab Spring, and they say that Hillary is killing kids in the basement. And then what he's saying on a conscious level is, hey, that's not true. Hillary didn't kill kids in the basement. That's what he's saying at a conscious level. But on an emotional level, you see, he already said it. He already said it. So there's going to be a portion of his listener base who are listening to this in the background who then start to believe that Hillary was doing these things. Right. They're hearing, you know, they might be at work. They might be, you know, doing the dishes and they're hearing Hillary killing kids, Hillary killing kids. They're lying about me. They're lying about me. They're making stuff up, making Kelly, you know, he references things off stage of YouTube videos that nobody is going to go to and try and find of uh, Megyn Kelly editing videos to make him sound like he's saying something that he's not. He does all of that to just build in that narrative, to say things without actually saying them to mischaracterize things or to, you know, provide evidence that nobody is actually going to inspect. 
And it's really effective. It's blurring the lines of truth. Let's get on to the next quote. Western Europe has already banned free speech. And an iron curtain of censorship is descending down over the UK. They're set to pass rules, not a law, that if you criticize Islam or gays, you'll get six months in prison. We know we're only about a year or two behind what's happening in the UK. CNN and many others are calling for InfoWars to be shut down, taken off the web. Slate Magazine has a professor and others saying, go beyond censorship. Brainwash young people against InfoWars. Psychologically inoculate them with lies so they don't actually hear what we have to say. We are the most hated news source in the world by globalists. It is so critical that you go to InfoWars.com forward slash newsletter and sign up for the free newsletter so we can be in contact with you and so the censors can't bully their way in and block us being able to engage in free, open dialogue as a society. That is critical to this fight. We will prevail if you take action, and I know you will. Wow. Incredible. This, this is marketing technique right here. Okay, this is great marketing by Alex Jones. You know, if you don't respect anything else about him, you can respect his. It's like it's like a movie. Marketing. It's like it's like Jurassic World music in the background of like these apocalyptic drums, and you know, the, you've got to listen to this. Every the world is going to collapse if you don't take action and join our army. Yeah, and we are the most hated news source in the world. And then the next thing he says is. So sign up for our newsletter. You know, it's so critical that you <laughs> like sign up so that we can, this. so that this will happen, so that the other thing, so, 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 so. And then he says, and I know that you will take action. Now, that's what's called mind reading. Okay? He doesn't know anything, right? But he, he presumes it. He says, I know that you will take action. I wonder which of his crystal balls actually knows that. The same one that told him that Hillary is killing kids in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Now, now the real question here is, where does Alex Jones get his news from? You know, that's that's what we really should be asking ourselves. You know, for for all of this, where does he? Where where's the where's the spring that the foundation you know spurs from? Um, all right. So in in the next uh, clip here, we want to uh, he he continues this idea of really. Um, marketing to his base and marketing to his listeners and creating that group identity. Let's take a listen. Our latest product that goes great with the super blue colloidal silver and ionine fortified toothpaste is super blue silver immune gargle. That's a spray you do. You can also swallow it. It's a supplement with iodine, uh, super high quality silver and a lot more. Without you, we couldn't do it. So thank you all for remembering InfoWarsStore.com and remembering that it's not just you that's already awake, but it's other people that aren't awake, and it's so essential to spread the word. Again, thank you so much for being part of the second American Revolution. Again, music in the background. We've got that wonderful thing. While he's selling his products, so it's not just you, Alex, that's already awake. It's others that aren't awake yet. You've got to remember those people that aren't awake. You got to keep them in mind. What does that sound like? It sounds like, say, if I was out on the battlefield, right? And uh, I had to keep my partner alive. I had to think about all the other people back home. I have to think about, you know, my, my brothers in arms. 
somebody who has experiences like this, he's speaking another language. He's speaking toward the values and the experiences of a lot of people who are steeped in a certain mythology. And it's their life experience. And he's really playing off of that right there and their, and their different values. And it's the second American revolution. Like, I sure hope not, you know, like the second American Re- revolution. That's, that's a pretty big statement, you know, and of course it's a statement of war, but it's also a statement of how much they feel like things are under threat or things are changing. And it reinforces the need for him to stay in control, to have them stay, still listen, to have them still, you know, uh, do the things that he wants for them to do. And of course, the biggest thing that he wants for them to do, the <laughs> biggest thing beyond electing Donald Trump, you know, but beyond uh, listening to Sean Hannity, beyond, you know, signing up for his newsletter. The biggest thing is he wants for them to buy. And let me just quote here. OK, quote, the real red pill. <laughs> he wants for them to buy, quote, true vitamin D3. <laughs> What are some of the other ones? <laughs> His uh, iodine super silver, silver toothpaste. Yeah, colloidal silver. He wants them to buy these super important, you know, supplements because this is the second American Revolution, and you gotta, <laughs> you gotta have that in your in your survival kit in your underground bunker. How do these know? two things relate? How do they relate? But yet he makes it relate and he plays this music and he soothes them uh with with his voice changes when he's trying to sell his products and he really just like leans into it and and um it's really it's honestly it's quite brilliant he's a fantastic salesman and that's what he is he's a salesman he's selling a particular idea and he's selling he he has created this fervor as a way of saying, hey, you know what? If you want to support, you know, this new revolution, then you're going to buy the products. And who knows exactly how much money he's made off of all of these things and what, you know, I'm just wondering what is most important for him. You know, is it most important to have the power and control of, you know, his, his base and the people that he's talking with? Or is it more important to just have the money? Right. And just just go after that. And the other thing, too, uh, just to put a fine point on all this, going back to it's remembering other people that aren't awake. And right there, it's just reinforcing that whole idea of other people might think you're crazy for all of these things. Yep. But you're the one who's awake. Exactly. And don't get angry at these people who don't believe the same thing that you do. They're just not awake yet. They just don't know. They're innocent. They're heathens. They're non-believers. And it's just their ignorance is not necessarily malicious. And you need to save them. And it's almost a little religious. It, it is. It is. And if they're, if they're not, you know, uh, with you, then just put a couple of drops of the, the <laughs> vitamin D3 in their coffee. And they're going to switch out their toothpaste. You. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it, it is this sense of, hey, you have the true truth within you. And, you know, truth equals 
Okay, having that sense of truth or having that sense of knowing the right thing, that equals suffering and pain in the short term. But as we all know, that's going to pay off in the long term. And so there's this reminiscent heaven that these people will get to be able to experience at the end of it. And if not, not for them, maybe it's their offspring or maybe it's, you know, people like them that will be able to experience this sense of they're fighting against something and they need to prevail. It it really is very religious in nature. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to be spending a lot more time going into Alex Jones over the course of this podcast. I think that of all of the major influential people in politics today, he and Infowars and some of the other people like him on the far right really do command a real presence. These, this is where, you know, Steve Bannon and Donald Trump and, and all of these people are sort of getting their talking points distilled down from. And this is where all of their supporters are getting their news from. And it's just absolutely necessary for us to engage with it. If we're going to have a full picture of what the political discussion is, because, you know, you, like we've said in other podcasts, other episodes, you can have a discussion with somebody, but you can often be talking past them if you don't understand their values and you don't understand the mythology and all of the ideas that they're entering the conversation with. And so if you're going to go out into the world and, and have a discussion and try and understand what you believe and what the other people around you believe, you should understand Alex Jones, Infowars, Donald Trump, and all of these people. Definitely. If, if you're able to get their values and you get where they're coming from, that's the only chance that you'll have in being able to actually perhaps transform them toward a, toward a different point of view, if you'd like to change their point of view at all. Um, if you don't understand it and you just try to go head to head with it, then you're trying to bring you're trying to bring a conscious point which is what a lot of people do when they they argue politics okay they try to bring a conscious effort into something which is really subconscious they try to bring logic into an emotional battlefield and what has been proven so so much in the current political you know spectrum of what's been happening is that emotion is winning the day Okay, it doesn't really completely matter all of the time what the actual logic is on the ground. What's happening is is that people are being persuaded emotionally. And where it can get a little bit tricky is when a person thinks that they're being logical, but they're actually being emotional. And if you are a part of that world and can start to push them a little bit further right or further left or further to the middle or whichever direction you think would be the best for for them then you're being you're you're being able to add some new choices or some new options into them that probably weren't there before but you're only going to be able to do that if you get into them emotionally and not being able to just just talk at them logically uh, that's that's the only way it can happen and remember it's not just you that's already awake. It's remembering all the other people who haven't visited our Patreon and donated $3 a month to become a friend of the show. 
that's it. It's not only you, and you know what? Your support really matters, everyone. This is the third podcast revolution, <laughs> all right? So, uh, you know, your support does really matter for the show, um, as, we, as we've talked about. We've actually created already some pretty cool content on the Patreon. We had an awesome episode on there about symbols and symbology. When you check that one out, it what we do is we go into it about what does it mean to be able to create symbols? How is it that people are actually able to use symbols to manipulate or to persuade? And what are some of the ways that you might be using symbols without even knowing it and then you might be already being persuaded that by other people's symbols? And how do you basically break yourself out of that trance and that, you know, unhelpful trance? So if you like the show and you enjoy it, make sure to Follow us on Twitter, right? Let us know what you think of the show. We're always open to suggestions and tweets and retweets. Okay, follow us on Facebook and check out our website at www.subliminallycorrect.com. That's down there on the show notes. Definitely check out the Patreon page and we look forward to, to seeing you next time. Resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. This is Subliminally Correct. <laughs>